You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hello, Wendy DeBruzen, Certified Divorce Lending Professional with the Divorce Lending Association and Benchmark Mortgage. And today we have Keith Powell, and Keith is a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst as well as a Certified Financial Planner. So Keith, can you tell us a little bit of background about yourself and and what you do in your practice? Yes. Well, um, Wendy, thank you for having me on, first of all. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been a financial advisor now for 32 years, but about 15 years ago, I niched my practice to primarily working with women and couples as they're going through a divorce, because a divorce is really about uh, three things. You know, it's it's you know, separating the finances, separating your time with the kids, and of course, you know, dividing up the heart. So, I always recommend that you need a therapist to help you out with the uh, heart, and you know, probably a child psychologist to help you out with the kid division if you don't already know what that looks like, and you need a certified divorce financial analyst to help you with the asset division portion. And then what I like to do is we get the attorneys involved at the end of the process and therefore making the whole divorce a lot less expensive than what the traditional route might cost. Right. So so you like to get them way ahead of the uh, of the process, maybe even prior to filing the petition. Um, well, we do like to go ahead and, and, and as a part of our process, if you haven't already started working with an attorney, we'll actually uh, file the petition, the answer, or what they call the waiver of service. We'll get that process started so that the 60-day clock, you know, there's a 60-day waiting period. You have to um, wait until you can file your divorce decree. So we go ahead and get that paperwork filed for them so that uh, that clock starts ticking. And over the course of that 60 days, a lot of the times we're able to sit down over the course of a few meetings, work with the couple on, first of all, what do they own? What is the matrimonial estate? Uh, is there any separate property that one of the parties came into the marriage with? Um, and then what's the most, I guess, equitable way to divide the marital estate? What's the most tax efficient way to divide the marital estate? Um, and then sometimes I'll even go so far as to, I guess you could do, it's like sort of doing a financial plan with half of the assets. I'll show the parties what their financial future is going to look like under different scenarios, because sometimes if they take the house as the big portion of their settlement, their financial future can look a lot different than if they were to take the 401k as an equal value, but, you know, a completely different division, you know, when it comes to the future. Right. So that would be in a very amicable situation, right? So there there are times maybe when both don't want to sit down together. Do you kind of work separately with them or do you sometimes just represent one party? Well, um, <clears throat> what I do is all over the board. So uh, I say that divorces really fall into a scale of, say, one to ten. You know, one is what we call a kitchen table divorce. So a couple can sit at their own kitchen table and get it all figured out on their own. So um, a lot of times when I'm working with clients directly, I'm working in the two to five category. So they can sit in the same room together, but uh, they need some guidance on, you know, maybe their financial assets are more complex. They need somebody with my expertise to guide them through identifying 
an accurate value and then helping them decide who gets what. Um, I, in, in 15 years, I've only worked on one case where the clients couldn't be in the same room together. So I met with them individually. It took about twice as long. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I and then ultimately we had them in both in my office and separate offices. And I was just going back and forth, kind of like a traditional mediation and helping them, you know, narrow that uh, final gap down to a fair division. Uh, but most of the time uh, in that, like I said, two to five area, they are able to communicate adult through the process and and they understand this is happening and what makes more sense for them. Now, sometimes I'm retained by attorneys to work on cases that are in the six to 10 category uh, to maybe do a pension valuation or help them understand, you know, stock options with different vesting schedules can have, uh, you know, a, a very different impact on the marital estate. So there's some complex formulas to figure out how much of those stock options um, are marital versus separate. How much are the future vesting schedule? How much is that is marital versus uh, separate property? So just kind of depends on the individual situation as to how I'm going to work with them. Yeah. So that brings up a good question. When you talk about stock options, pensions and, and things like that, you know, um, I'm sure it's helpful for attorneys to use service, you know, people like you uh, to help them figure that out. Because I think when we talked earlier, you had mentioned, you know, someone might just look at a pension and say, okay, here's the value. Let's just divide it equally. And you have a different, I guess, formula for that. Correct. Right. So the pension, a lot of people get pension statements and they might see a value on that pension statement. Let's say $100,000. That is the amount of money they would give you if you said, hey, just I want to cash in my pension, just send me a check. Then they're going to give you $100,000. But if the pension also says, or we'll give you $2,500 a month from the time you're 65 for the rest of your life, what we do is we take that stream of payments that's outlined to happen in the future and we figure out, What's the present value? So in other words, how much money would you have to be invested at today's interest rates in order to create that same stream of income in the future during your retirement? So that number we calculate, that's the actual value of the pension. And sometimes it could be three times. So what 100,000 says on a statement could be 300,000 on the actual spreadsheet we put together for the divorce. Yeah. And that's something that people don't probably don't even think about. And attorneys may not even think about. So it's good that uh, that you can kind of step in and go, okay, wait, let, let's look at it this way, right? Right, right. So um, what about life insurance? Yeah, so life insurance is an interesting um, value add, I guess you could say, for my what I bring to the table. Most attorneys, if there's a life insurance plan, and let's say it's on the husband and the husband is going to be paying child support. Well, we need most attorneys say that the husband has to keep the former wife as the beneficiary on that plan. And that makes sense because he's paying her child support over the, you know, uh, over the um, ages of the children up until they're 18. So if something were to happen to him, it makes sense that she would get the life insurance policy to, you know, close that gap, perhaps even pay for college. Uh, but the problem is attorneys, oftentimes they will dictate that in the divorce decree that the husband is not allowed to change that um, uh, beneficiary. But that doesn't actually prevent him from actually changing the beneficiary. It's just a document says that he's not supposed to. But, uh, you know, what typically happens is five years after the divorce, maybe the husband is having an insurance review with his new agent. And the agent says, oh, by the way, do you see you have your ex-wife here as the beneficiary? We need to update that to the new wife. But 
he's totally forgotten that his divorce decree said he couldn't do that. Maybe he does that and something happens to him. Now the new wife is getting the money and she doesn't care about the kids or the kids' college. And so that can be complicated down the road. So what I instead um, recommend is that uh, we actually transfer the ownership. A lot of people don't even know that you can transfer the ownership of a life insurance policy while you're still married. So during the divorce process, we'll transfer the ownership from the, of the policy from the husband to the wife. Now she's the owner of the policy. The, the husband is still the insured. The wife is, of course, the beneficiary. And of course, she's not ever going to change the beneficiary away from being herself. She's the one in control. Right. And if that doesn't uh, happen, then I recommend that we get a new life insurance policy on the husband with the uh, wife being the owner and the beneficiary. Very interesting. So why did you decide to focus on the divorce space? Well, uh, I, I get that question a lot, and it's not something I necessarily decided. Um, I actually went to a business consultant. This is back in the mid-2000s. I had already been a financial advisor for half my career, well, 15 years or so. And so um, the the coach that I went to was actually his niche, if you will. He only worked with financial advisors to help them take their practice to the next level. And um, what he took us all through, we're in a ballroom in Chicago, and he takes us all through this exercise where you whip out a piece of paper. And on the left-hand side of the paper, you write down your five most profitable clients, which everybody can do without even having to look at their records, right? You know your top five profitable clients. So we write down that list on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, he he said, write down your five favorite clients to work with. And so I did that, and everybody knows off the top of their head who their five favorites are. So he says, now look at the two lists. Is there a common thread that matches on both sides of the list? And when I looked at my list, it was divorced women. Now, these women had come to me after the divorce and said, hey, I've got this money. I don't want to use my husband's financial advisor. Will you help me? So a couple of bells went off in my head when I saw that. I was like, okay, great. So if I do a good job for these women, I know women are going to tell other women. If you do a good job for a man, whatever reason, they're competitive. And so they like to keep you a secret, right? They don't tell all of their friends. So uh, I figured working with women would be a, a great specialty. Plus, I'd had women in my personal life tell me that for whatever reason, when it comes to money, they'd rather work with a man than a than a woman. So I was like, okay, well, so there's that. But uh, when I got back to Austin and I started telling people that I was a financial advisor for women who had just gone through a divorce, all people heard was women, divorce, and they were sending me clients that were in the middle of their divorce. So um, I actually went and got a certification, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. Um, And that taught me a lot of what the attorneys are not even taught about, you know, the financial aspects of a divorce. Attorneys are trained on the legal aspects of asset division. But, uh, you know, sometimes there's some pieces that get left out in their training that, uh, you know, I bring to the table. So I I niched, I I changed it, my practice then to uh, primarily working with women going through a divorce. But then uh, after doing that for a couple of years, more and more women were coming to me and saying, hey, so my husband and I are, we're communicating pretty well. Can we both come in and you can help with, uh, work with us both to help us divide the assets? I said, sure. So um, after a year or two, realizing I was actually doing more work along those lines, I changed my practice to working with women and couples as they're going through a divorce. Um, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I don't turn any men away, but men typically know it all and they don't need any help. So uh, women know when to reach out. And so that's why I work with women and couples going through a divorce. Awesome. Well, and, and we did, you did touch on, you know, 
with your certification of, of certified divorce financial analyst, you know, you touched on a little bit, but how does that make you different from the thousands of other financial analysts out there? Right. Well, um, first of all, only 2% of financial advisors have a certified, they're certified in financial planning. So um, if you're going to use anyone just for your retirement purposes, I would use somebody who has the CFP, plus they're uh, required to have additional continuing education, you know, higher standards for ethics and uh, fiduciary responsibilities. And then um, I also, like I said, have the certified divorce financial analyst mark. And so uh, that gives me the unique perspective on not just planning for retirement, but helping somebody through their divorce and making sure that their retirements are, um, you know, not interrupted ideally, but uh, how we fix that over time. Right. And how to set up the, how to advise the divorce team of maybe some of the pitfalls or some of the the things to look for, like you said, like the life insurance and the pensions and things like that. And right. Doing it. The yeah. mortgage. I, I often reach out to people like yourself and, you know, say, hey, so, you know, this client is going to come out with X dollars and they're going to try to buy a house. You know, obviously they're selling the, the matrimonial home. So, you know, how do we need to structure the settlement? Because sometimes right. how we structure the settlement um, makes, you know, is the bank or break whether or not they can actually get approved for um Right. You know, a mortgage. So I make sure that to loop in a professional like yourself to make sure that we're doing the right thing on the front end so that we don't make a mistake that is, you know, set in stone with that divorce decree and, and keep, prevents them from getting a mortgage in the future. Yeah, for sure. And that's a good point because there are a lot of times where someone might get a lump sum settlement and they they can't use that for qualifying because it's just, you know, it's just a right. account. So we can actually advise them to set it up in a, in a revocable trust and then set up a payment schedule so we can use that income for qualifying. So there's, you know, there's a lot of, of options and there's a lot of benefits to working with someone who, you know, ha- who's used to working with divorce and clients every single day rather than right. doing one every couple of months. So, well, um, the decisions you make in a divorce are some of the most important decisions impacting your future that you'll probably ever make in a short yeah. amount of time. So you've got to make sure you do it right. And sometimes, you know, people say, well, it's more expensive if I have an attorney already and I have a certified fin- uh, divorce financial analyst as well. And I'm like, yes, but it may be more expensive up front, but, you know, we can fix problems that will more than pay for, you know, ourselves over the right. course of, you know, the rest of your life. Right. And just for that the peace of mind. And, you know, I, one of the things that always sticks in my head is like, how much, how much do people spend on weddings? You're like 30,000, 20,000, you know, right. Uh, even 10,000. I was like, you know, this is your future. Spend the money, you know, right. and, and make sure it's right and make right. sure, you know, that it's fair. So That's a party. Um, this is a, this is, you know, setting you up for your future. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if there's, if, Everybody goes through a unique, you know, process for their divorce. If you could change anything or give anybody a heads up advice to someone just starting in the process, what would that be? Uh, Just starting in the process of divorce? Well, um, so when I started this, I named my company Austin Divorce Planners. And I did that for two reasons. One, I'm a financial planner, so it's a little play on words there. But two, I wanted to give the perception that I'm the great first call to make. Because I can help you decide, you know, as I mentioned, there's 10 types of divorces. So which one of those channels are is most appropriate for you? Because the most expensive way to get divorced is to hire two attorneys from the get-go and just have them go after it, right? Right. But that's the way everybody thinks you actually get divorced. Well, there's 
a whole host of other ways to get divorced, and some of them can be a lot less expensive. I'll give you an example. Uh, I worked with a couple a few years ago. Granted, they were highly communicative with each other. Um, they were worth about $3 million. And between what they paid me and what they paid their attorney, they got fully divorced for $6,000. That is unheard of. Wow. The same divorce would have easily cost 50000 to maybe $100,000 had they gone the more traditional route. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's important to know there's there's options of, rather than just calling the attorney from the get-go. Um, right. And hopefully now, the attorney... Uh, yeah. But sometimes a client will come to me and based on what they tell me, I'm like, you need to go hire two attorneys because of what's yeah. going on in your situation. That is going to be the correct route for you. And yes, it's going to be expensive. So yeah. I have no problem in directing them in, a, in, a, in an area that's not necessarily going to be utilizing me. Yeah. So I did. I We do need to wrap it up. But I did want to mention that I really appreciate your um your lunch that you do once a month. So you have uh-huh. divorce resource luncheon. And I um, went to my first one, met some really great resources. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? And, yeah, and so, in Austin, I didn't mention this. This is Austin, Texas. I know this right. podcast is nationwide. So this is Austin. Uh, well, I, I have had people that have duplicated uh, this luncheon in, in, in Miami. So yeah. we, you know, have at least, uh, you know, made an impact in other states, but Austin divorce resources, that's the name of our website. We have a Facebook page, and but primarily we're a meetup group. And uh, I've been running this for probably about 13 years. And what it is is a networking group for all professionals who might be interacting with a divorcing couple. So certified divorce mortgage lenders, certified divorce real estate professionals, uh, business valuators, of course, family law attorneys, couples counselors, uh, you know, other types of therapists, child psychologists. Uh, of course, there's certified divorce financial analysts there. Um, uh, just all different professions that you might run across, some that you might not even know exist, like yeah. myself. Uh, and even we even have some people show up. I call them the not even secondary professions, but tertiary professions. Like you might have a um, a personal trainer or a stylist. You know, like if you're going to be divorced, you're going to get back in the dating game. So there's those type of professionals there. And uh, medical. But, I mean, about, I, I, the the single pay uh, or the membership medical, I thought was very interesting uh, as well. Yeah, that's my doctor. And I found him because he came to the divorce group. But, yet yeah. that you know, coupling with a practice like that where you pay $80 a month and get unlimited office visits is a great compliment to, you know, the insurance, keeping yeah. your insurance costs down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but about eight years ago, I opened that group up to like, if you're going through a divorce, you know, yeah. feel free to come out to our group because you can sit there. We don't ask you, you don't have to talk if you don't want to, but you can listen to all of the professions talk about what they do. And you might find a resource that you need that you didn't even know you needed. Yeah. So it is open for to, to anybody in divorce professionals, plus anybody going through a divorce um, that may want to meet people. Is, is it, do you find that people going through a divorce that show up are a little intimidated at first? Sometimes, and you know, they fall in two different categories. You've got the person who just wants to be a, a a fly on the wall and not say anything, and then you've got the other person that is happy to talk about their situation. Sometimes emotionally, when uh, it's their time to speak. But whatever the case, when we wrap up the last ten minutes or so, I'll open it up to the people that are going through a divorce and say, "Look, you're an incredible 
you're in, in an incredible think tank right now. If you have any questions about your divorce, feel free to ask. And, you know, one question might be appropriate for the mortgage person. The next question is appropriate for the family law attorney, but they can get a little bit of a free advice and maybe some direction and maybe make a contact with somebody that they want to use for their divorce. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was. I mean, it opened my eyes to a lot of, of, of the different options that I didn't even know about. So it was great. Um, so yes, once a month, and it's in Austin, Austin Divorce Resources Luncheon, and you could probably Google it and, and find you Google it. it right. Uh, in fact, we had one woman that uh, showed up one time. Uh, she was going through a divorce, and I was curious. I said, so what did you Google to find us? And she said, Austin Divorce Resource. So basically, she missed our name by one letter. Yeah. Um, and then she found our site. But we meet on the second Monday of every month, have been doing that for 13 years at Santa Rita's on 38th Street. Awesome. Well, thank you, Keith. Um, so I know you mentioned um, how to find you. Your What is your website and your contact information? Uh, AustinDivorcePlanners.com. Of course, okay. my phone number is 512-963-6883, but you can find that all on the site. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us. And I really appreciate learning more about you and your business and what you do to help divorcing clients. Um, so are there any final thoughts you want to share with us today? Well, um, I'll, I'll say this. It's actually my tagline, but uh, it just shows you how important the uh, divorce process is and the perspective I want to put on it. So my tagline is your fresh start deserves a fair split. So with that, Wendy, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much, Keith. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.